Hi everyone, welcome to Anime Manga Nation, the podcast that has anime and manga under one nation. This is Steven Laura, also known as Ice Lick, and if you think I sound familiar, you may know me from the Ultimate Awesomeness Universe podcast where I talk about comic books. You can check that out at reviewsofultimateawesomeness.blogspot.com. But please check that out after you hear this podcast. But I just want to say that I will be the new co-host joining Anime Amalgamation Richard Keys, also known as He-Man 493, in the next episode or so. But tune in as Richard does an R&R on Dr. Stone episode 9, Let There Be the Light of Science. Take it away, Richard. So we begin our episode as a mysterious man approaches through the woods. Just outside the village, Senku is serving fox mallet ramen, or foxtail ramen as it's known in the anime, that many of the villagers are enjoying. Chrome tries to share it with Kinro and Jinro, but Kinro refuses despite accepting the gold spear that Senku gave him. Word of the foot even reaches the village chief. Sinku plans to work out with everyone who eats so they can power his furnace. So the plan is that Sinku says everybody who's eaten his ramen is going to be the ones pumping that um, iron mill furnace. He's, they're going to be doing all the work because they need more people to, do, to pump air into the furnace in order to make it hotter. They have to keep the heat up long enough so that the metal, the metal can the metal sand can melt and melt together and form um, some hot metal and thus they can make iron from there. The mysterious man from earlier sits down and has a bowl too. He mentions that this is making him very thirsty for cola. Senku notices he uses a term from his time, and Kohaku calls him out as an intruder. Kohaku, Kenro, and Jinro surround him with their weapons, and question if he is with Tsukasa. Yes, I'm saying his name right now. I know I call him Tatsuka, but Tsukasa, people told me his name was pronounced Tsukasa, so Tsukasa it is. The boy claims he's been alone ever since he's been unpetrified. So this, we have another new character introducing themselves. We've already kind of known about the villagers and what they wanted in the episode before when Saluka was was introduced, but now we have another character. It's very very interesting to see this time around. We don't know if this guy is good or not because Suka was good. You can tell that she was a young lady. She was, you know, she blushed when Sinku didn't mention about her melon helmet and considered her a comrade. But this new guy, who looks like he was spit out of a Lady Gaga video, is now made his presence known. And Kohaku and the others were about to stab this dude like a pincushion. So, I don't know, maybe Kohaku's getting some bad juju from this guy. Now, moving on, Sinku realizes the man is Asguri Jen, a mentalist who used to write books. Now, Sinku calls these books in the anime shitty psychology books. He is a magician, and the magician apologizes for taking some of the ramen and asks the guards to lower their weapons. <clears throat> Kohaku doesn't believe a word and says as Suguri tries to explain himself. In the anime, she particularly says that that man sat there with three spears, a golden spear and two regular spears, at him, and he was ready to be killed and stabbed, and he did not fear a doggone thing. There was no fear in a as Guri Gen. So, Gen 
is very, very good at hiding his emotions or manipulating people. Because, from what Kohaku is saying, because Asguri should have been shitting bricks, as far as I'm concerned. Or as far as Kohaku is concerned, that is. No. Sinku says it doesn't matter and makes everyone work in the iron mill furnace. I told you so. And while Asguri is working hard, Sinku takes advantage of his exhaustion and asks him about Taiju. As so, Asguri admits that he is with uh, Sukasa and claims that things have changed now since he's seen them create iron. So, he admits that he has talked to Taiju and admits that he's very strong. You know, he should be okay as, uh, with Zuzura. Along with Zuzura, with, uh, with Taiju, he claims that Taiju will be able to protect her. And Kohaku admits, you know, finally calls him out and says, I knew it. I knew he was working for that for uh, Tsukasa, because he showed no fear when we were standing around him. I knew there was some bad juju. You guys didn't listen to me. You guys suck, but I knew I was right. And again, I think we all kind of knew, because of the fact that the character, the way he presented himself, the, his body language, the way the character was portrayed, we kind of knew this guy was a bit shady. Because if he's a magician, he knows how to manipulate. He knows how to create illusions. He knows that... He knows to, how to make people see one thing, but see another. I mean, he, after all, he is a magician. And this is what I, got me curious. What was he like before this all happened? Because Gen was a very famous magician. If he's publishing his own books, that meant he was very rich. He was very beloved. You know, he probably had fangirls or fanboys, whatever. You know, floats his boat, I guess. And sure enough, he was probably traveling the world, you know, making these magic tricks look like nothing and teaching people how to be cool and hip and all that because, you know, if they can become like him, they'll get all the girls or for for ladies, they'll get all the boys or if you're anything in between. But now he's kind of a humbled magician where now all of those luxuries are gone. Asguri again admits that Sukasa's side looks better from now, and he simply sides with whoever will win. He does not care whether Sukasa dies or Sinku dies. He's just going to side with the winner, because in the end, all he wants is a harem of women. And I'm like, really? Okay, I don't think that's going to happen, but well, sure, whatever. Sinku believes he can win him over and starts working up, working a working to prepare a generator. A thunderstorm hits, and Senku gets his group ready to catch some lightning. They start the process, but are interrupted ultimately by the arrival of Magma. Now, Magma is the champion of the village. He's the village brute. Uh, and Asguri manages to turn them back around by using some convincing magic. And Magma is in love with Kohaku. He wants to marry Kohaku, he wants Kohaku for himself. So in this particular critical moment, Sinku even was kind of worried because he was like, we can't really deal with this guy right now. You know, we need no no distractions. And unfortunately, Magma was trying to prove his worth as a man and was, um... This guy might be a big problem for Sinku because he does have the strength like Taiju, but I think he's more still kind of stupid like Taiju. He's just more angry or more full of himself, more prideful. So he, they're going to have to watch out for this guy because prideful men with that type of strength in, in anime usually are very, very 
they take a lot of action. They have a lot of initiative. He has a in in the anime world, he has a Vegeta complex, if you will. <laughs> so, if any of you have watched Dragon Ball Z, you know how cocky Vegeta is. So yeah, his Vegeta is showing. The fact that Asguri did all that magic trick kind of shows that maybe he is kind of leaning towards Sinku, if Sinku can make this generator. So everything stems on this generator. Because if, if Sinku fails, Asguri again is going to go back to... Sukasa and tell him he's alive, that you have to kill him, he's learning how to make guns, and you you have him at the right point in time, you can kill them all, and you can, you know, save your your empire. So everything is riding on Sin- Sinku being successful. So Sinku Sinku's group travels to the Bald Mound, or Bald Mountain, and prepares to harness the lightning creating to create a magnet. The lightning close closes in faster than expected, so they don't have time to build a tower. Kohaku steals Jinro's spear and turns it into a lightning rod, that golden spear that he is so in love with, and the lightning strikes the rod wrapped around, wrapped in copper and successfully transforms it into a strong magnet. But unfortunately, Jinro's spear is pretty much incinerated at this point, and he has lost his golden spear. So... Yeah, he's sitting there in the anime just ready to cry. His brother makes fun of it, the fact that he lost it. And he is hit several times because, again, you're you're messing with a man who just lost his baby. You know, he lost his golden spear. That was his pride and joy. So we're going to la- learn. I think we're going to learn later more about the brothers, you know, as we go along. I've re- I read a little bit ahead of the manga. And there's some interesting things you guys will have in store for you as we continue on. Kohaku holds the pole backwards and mistakenly thinks that they failed to make magnets. Senku corrects her and Chrome gets pumped to make electricity. Asguri asks what kind of generator and Senku plans on building and it isn't a surprise to learn that it's going to be man-powered. Together they spend a day creating a dual crank generator. Asguri convinces Guro and Kimro to power it for them because they need a pair of perfect they need a pair in perfect sync. They also promised him that this, you know, if they make less, Asguri says that if they help out, Sinku has enough power to make m- more golden and silver spears. So not only does Jinro get his golden spear back, but Kinro is able to get his silver spear and he will have his special weapon. So despite sticking around this long, a Asguri really questions if Sinku can use energy. And and this is valid because, again, you're in a stone world. You're in a world that doesn't have a lot of tools. And you're promising that you're going to make a dual crank power generator out of nothing. I mean, Tsukasa has food, women, and everything. Yeah, you might have ramen and some, you know, technological advances. But if, this is impossible. So, again... Asguri is still not convinced that that Sinku can accomplish this task. And it's very important for Sinku to make this happen. Because he has to convince a lot of people that he is as smart as what he say he is. And if he can't impress Asguri, then he can't impress the villagers. And thus Ruri will die from a common cold or a flu. Because remember, we said that she might have a common cold. Then again, we don't know exactly what type of disease she has, but 
the route that they're going, she has to have some type of common cold or sickness that is very, very easily cured. So, Senku asks Chrome if he's afraid at not afraid of the night because of its dark. Edison created the light bulb and conquered the conquered the 24-hour day. Senku believes that there is no darkness in his time, and humanity defeated light the night using science in his era. He uses the bamboo string and emits light a light bulb and lights up the night for the first time in three and thirty seven hundred years. And the look on Asguri Gen's face was priceless because this guy kept doubting Sinku and kept doubting him and doubting him and doubting him. You can't make electricity. And Sinku, despite all the odds, just brought the stone world into a new era. So now we have electricity now. Now that opens up major things now. You, you you can make cell phones, you can make microwaves, you you know, they have iron now. You know, you, you can do almost anything. If they can make plastic or if they can make more materials, they'll pretty be soon be so powerful that even I believe uh, Sukasa's strength won't be enough. I mean, I don't think, he, right now, Sukasa's strength is diminishing in my opinion. He's going to have to really show that he can beat these materials. Now that they have iron, they can make swords, and he, now Genro and Kenro will get their gold and silver spears back. This was a very inspiring episode. It showed perseverance. It showed when things got rough for Senku, he kept his composure, and he once again showed his intellect. You know, And they did kind of hint up, hint up and they did hint up at Taiju and Yuzura, and I'm hoping that they're okay. They didn't get captured by Sukasa, but you know we know Taiju is just as strong as Sukasa, and he even kind of was surprised when he stopped his punch in the first episode. I mean, the second episode, I believe. I think he'll be all right. I think they found their own way out, and they will be reunited again. And I think that uh, Taiju and Sukasa are going to find that Sinku has made this amazing empire and that they're going to be like, what did you do when we were gone? So once again, this I, I, I like this episode. It was very telling. It showed perseverance. Now we have electricity, guys. So what do you think Sinku's going to make next? Email me and uh, tell me what you think. Also, in Amino, the Amino fans, please message me and tell me what you think Sinku's going to make now. Is he going to make uh, a cell phone? Is he going to make maybe a firecracker, a gun? Is he finally going to do the gun thing? Let me know. Thank you guys so much for listening. And shout out to Icelick for joining the crew. I thank you so very much for joining me. And he's, me and him are going to be working hard to give you guys the best content possible. And now that we have two people, it's going to be a lot more easier to catch up with a lot of these things. So once again, thanks Icelick for joining the nation. And I appreciate all your hard work. And I can't wait to see how this goes into the future. But thank you guys so much for listening. And I'll see you guys later. Bye-bye.